Welcome to the Life After College podcast. Today, my guest is Jordan Orm. We're so glad to have Jordan on this podcast. Uh, he most importantly loves Jesus. He also deeply loves editing. Uh, he's an award-winning film editor. He's edited music videos for some of the biggest names in the music industry, like Justin Bieber and Post Malone, and edited commercials for Nike. Uh, he has a YouTube channel with 697,000 subscribers. As of today, uh, he co-hosts the Editing Podcast, where he interviews the top editors in the world. And if that wasn't enough, he also hosts a masterclass called The Editing formula to help up and coming and future editors build their career in the industry. Uh, we'll have his website in the description. So definitely check him out um, and the top tier work he's done and we'll continue to do. Uh, Jordan, welcome. We're so glad you're here. What's up, Josh? How are you doing, brother? Good, good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. happy to be here. This is really exciting. Mm, sweet, sweet. No, thanks, man. It's an honor. Um, and just so excited to to go over uh, just what post grad life and the topics surrounding that has looked like for you. Um, we'll dive in. Just yeah, first question is um, kind of centers around this whole idea of of calling, right? So is is what you're doing now uh, what you thought slash what you wanted to do while you were an undergrad here at APU? Um. Probably not. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not, well, I mean, yeah. when I came into APU, I didn't really know what I wanted to do at all. I came in for football. I was a kicker one year on the football team. And so that was a great experience. And I Let's came go. into the film program and I was like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing here, but we're going to try it out. And yeah. I really, I really fell in love with editing and it um, absolutely blew my mind how you could just start combining different shots and put music under things and you could create a whole story just from random pieces of footage and i was like that's the most magical thing i've ever experienced and so i really started branding myself as an editor and i thought okay after i graduate college i'm probably just gonna go work at some company be their editor and i'll have a stable job and it'll be great yeah. and that'll be amazing mm. um and I had a mentor my senior year who was teaching editing. He was a new professor. And he said, Jordan, I think you could probably freelance if you wanted to. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a scary word. What does that mean? <laughs> freelance? Yeah. yeah. And so he kind of just hops around from job to job as an editor himself in the industry. He worked at Disney and hmm. many, many other places. I don't even, I can't even count. But um, so he said, Dude, all you got to do is you got to worry about taxes. <laughs> so put 30% away <laughs> and don't even worry about that. And just try to figure out how much money you need per month mm. to survive in LA and make a budget and then just figure out how to get that much work. Wow. And I was like, okay, shoot. Actually, this sounds really fun because I really am. I feel like I'm a driven person and I don't like structure and schedules very much. Mm. So the freelance life kind of turned out to be a pretty, pretty cool thing for me. And so I tried it right out of college. I burned myself out super bad because I was terrified. I was like, I am not going to survive. I'm not going to make enough money to live in LA. Yeah. And so I was just working like 60 to 80 hours a week, just like doing everything yeah. and just doing anything and everything that I could. 
to mm. keep working and and make enough money. And I was doing I was doing okay. And I feel like I was really just not trusting the Lord and that he would provide for me. I was starting to take it into my own hands. Mm. And that's when like my social life was starting to fall apart. And I was becoming a horrible person to be around because I was cranky mm. and staying up till 2, 4 a.m. working on edits, you wow. know, as us wow. editors do. <laughs> um, wow. And so I think that was a huge learning experience for me right out of college was to really just trust God with what he has for you mm. and to um, really just, you know, submit to his to his plan and his will and not mm. try to like coerce stuff up yourself and not mm. try to like blaze your own path yourself because God's really gotten you taken care of and you don't need to put in that much effort. I think that's something that I learned really, really early. Um, mm. So I started to dumb it back, dumb it, <laughs> dumb it down, <laughs> at least the, the, uh, the amount of time I was working. And I really tried to um, make sure that I was being healthy, going outside, getting some sun, going on walks, eating three meals a day, hanging out with some friends from time to time. Mm. And then right when I figured out, I was like, okay, I got this freelance thing under control. The pandemic hit. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. Amazing. And Mm. so I had just finished editing like a dance series for Justin Bieber at that Mm. time. And Mm. a buddy called me and he was like, bro, you just edited for Justin Bieber. That's pretty cool. You should Mm. make some youtube videos about that and um i was like yeah no i don't think so because that's a lot of work (laughs) i mean (laughs) if you start a youtube channel you have to you have to shoot it you have to edit it and you have to be posting videos weekly for like two years before anything happens yeah and i was like that's way too much work i can't do that and he's like all right you know that's fine and then that was right before the pandemic. And then the pandemic happened and all my work went away. The productions were shut down. I was like, okay, yeah. this is not good. And I had a bunch of time on my hands. So I was like, shoot, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to make a, a YouTube channel just for fun. Like it'll be yeah. fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got nothing else to do. And so after a month of doing that, I started breaking down my own music videos and it was going okay. Um, there's a few hundred people watching. <laughs> which was pretty good for YouTube. I was like, I, I mean, like I'm motivated enough to keep making videos. Yeah. But then um, I started breaking down a Taylor Swift music video. Like I started like breaking down other people's music videos, essentially. And then after that, the channel really started to take off. And I was like, wow, this is really cool that I'm able to talk to random people on the internet who also are interested in the psychology of music video editing and film editing in general. Whoa. And so that pretty much started my career more so as an entrepreneur Um, Mm. because freelancing is very entrepreneurial where you have to um, get a job but at that point you're still trading your time for money yeah Um, and i i mean i was still freelancing i like did the youtube channel for two years i was still freelancing and doing the youtube channel as a side hustle Mm. for the longest time and um yeah and so then i've i've kept trying to make a course, start the editing podcast, do do more things to help other people get better at editing. Yeah. And um and now I feel like I'm honestly in like a quarter like just to be fully transparent, I'm in like a mm. quarter life crisis right now mm. where I think the Lord is really tugging on my heart that there's more that I need to do mm. other than 
just educate people about film editing, which is great. But I think there's there's just something in my heart that's like really wanting to talk about the truth and what's actually real and what actually um, matters in, you know, the eternal time space. Because we can try to figure out how to benefit ourselves here on earth, but in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't matter. Like all that matters is your relationship with God and how you're going to spend eternity. So that's, what's really been on my heart now. So my whole world is getting turned upside down. Yeah. All that to say, no, I had no idea what the frick I was going to do (laughs) (laughs) when I was in college and I had no idea that I'd be here at this Mm. point. So the Lord's working. Mm. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing that and being honest there um, and having that transparency. But even just from what you said, like, are you still trying to, are you still even just trying to figure that out? You know, for like someone out there who's trying to just even themselves, like, I don't know what my calling is. Should I have it figured out by the time I'm 23, 22, by the time I graduate? Like, you know, what 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 does that look like for you? Have you even discovered your calling? You feel like. Right. Right. Dude, that's a great question. That's it's so interesting because I feel like I don't know. Everybody's on a different path. Some people discover their calling per se when they're 13 or even younger. Some people don't discover their calling until they're like retired. So <laughs> I think everybody has completely different paths. I feel like I'm still discovering it mm. at this point. Um, I cool. thought for a long time, I mean, like I said, quarter life crisis. So I thought mm-hmm. editing was that for a very long time where I was like, okay, editing is great. I'm so passionate about this. It's like one of the like storytelling is one of the most powerful forces on earth and it can mm. really do a lot to change people's opinions and change people's lives and their actions. And, you know, everybody's yeah. been to a movie theater and been deeply affected by a story. And so that, that power is something I still really believe in and still um, think is very important, but I think I've been really challenged by the Lord recently for how to actually directly leverage that for his kingdom Mm. Um, i think i've i've been just really introspective lately and i've been realizing that i've been super sinful in the way that Mm. i've um pursued all the things that i'm doing like Mm. i think there's been a lot of selfishness that i've had um Mm. i think there's been a lot of greed and Mm. um just things that jesus wouldn't do like jesus is not going to be going out trying to you know make a bunch of money doing x thing and so i think it's it's really interesting and i think i don't know i think my heart is just really being worked on and i think i'm still discovering my calling and what exactly the lord wants me to do with everything he's gifted me Mm. i'd love to take a pause and let you know that this episode has been brought to you part by the Bachelor of Fine Arts major at Azusa Pacific University. If you or someone you know is interested in the film program that Jordan referenced in this episode and that he was a part of, you can check that out by clicking on the link in the description of this podcast, or you can also email cinema at apu.edu. Again, that email is cinema, C-I-N-E-M-A at apu.edu. Now back to the episode. You've mentioned, especially as an editor and freelancing and the struggle there, like with money. And I think um, if we're tapping into that topic too, like money in general is just being like, it's just a huge struggle right now, you know, for everyone. Inflation, uh, if you got loans, um, 
shout out to the pause but you know that even <laughs> that might not even last forever right um, <laughs> yeah. um and so and so i'm just curious um you know when we talked you know finances was a big passion of yours as well um that you love talking about um what is your relationship like with money um and did it cause a lot of stress early on and how did you how did you handle that yeah so i think growing up i was always like my dad is a cpa mm-hmm. so he is pretty good mm-hmm. with money he does yeah. money for a living you know he yeah is in and helps people he does taxes and stuff like that so he always he from a young age brought us up being like really really conservative with money mm-hmm. and so to answer the question was i stressed yes i was very stressed <laughs> because i was trying to to not go broke like so mm-hmm. badly and uh yeah especially when i was in college that was like the most pressure i felt because mm-hmm. i had this mindset that i was like grow you're you're in debt right now you have negative money so yeah. don't spend any of it save <laughs> yeah. as much as you possibly can well, which is a good it's a good and bad mindset it's good because you're saving money and it does mm-hmm. help you later on but it's bad because you have uh you don't have an abundance mindset and you're mm-hmm. very stingy and i think it can really hurt if the lord's calling you to be generous in some way mm-hmm. um, with your finances just because even if you're in college in america like we are so so freaking privileged it's absolutely ridiculous Mm. Um, and i think that's a passion of mine compared to the rest of the world like you hear that all the time but i think i was literally yesterday i was looking up like a huge part of my youtube channel's uh demographic is the philippines actually because i do a lot Mm. of k-pop and i think the family income in the philippines is about six thousand dollars per year so like just average family income so it's way way less than america and so like even if you're in college at all you're filthy rich in the world (laughs) standards so yeah like we do need to have that mindset of generosity and abundance still i think um Mm. and yeah so coming right out of college i was like working my butt off like i said um I remember staying up till 4 a.m. doing a music video um, just because I was like, I have to absolutely crush this edit or I'm never mm-hmm. going to get another job ever in my entire life mm-hmm. and I'm going to die broke. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to, you know, I, in high school, I had a bunch of funny jobs. I was like washing golf carts. I worked at a fireworks store. Um, okay. <laughs> selling like fireworks <laughs> retail so i was like yeah i'm going back Let's to go. the fireworks store if i don't absolutely kill this head <laughs> so i was like a very scared little boy mm, <laughs> right out of college yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as as far as that but i think being mm. frugal being conservative with your with your money definitely helps just because if you get in trouble mm-hmm. like you have at least a little cash cushion to, to fall back on mm. but um I think my relationship with money is also, like I said earlier, I've been feeling very convicted about the greed I've been having. Mm. Um, And so I think the thing that I've been learning personally about money recently is even in like the past two or three months, my relationship with money has changed so much. And that's primarily because of a podcast that I watched called God and Money um, by the Bible Project, which is really great. It's, uh, It's about these two guys that um they were harvard business graduates and they actually took a 
a class called God and Money and then created a full plan for how a Christian in the 21st century should uh, manage their money in light of what scripture says about um, about it. And scripture has a lot to talk about money. Scripture um, in Proverbs, Jesus, like most of his parables are about money. And um, lots of times there's two different ways that people see money. You have the saver and you have the spender. And so I've grown up with my CPA dad being the saver and trying to keep as much money as possible and thinking that that was a good way to steward it. Um, and what Jesus has to say about that is that's actually really stupid. Um, and he gives the parable of um, the storehouses, which is a man who says, you know what? I've had a great harvest. This is awesome. I'm so happy about it. I'm going to keep just storing up my food. So later on in life, I don't have to work and I can just relax and it'll be great. And Jesus says, you fool, you're <laughs> actually going to die tonight, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. He says like, what good is all of this wealth that you stored up for yourself at this point? What good is that for you? It's, it's, it's worthless. It's nothing. Um, and and so that to me was so convicting. They talked about it in that podcast. And these guys actually wrote a book that I read after that. And the whole premise of, of, the, of their thought process is that everything belongs to God. And that mm -hmm. is how we should, should steward our money. All of our time, all of our resources, all of our talents, everything, the literal breath that we are breathing right now belongs to God because he gave it to us first. So that any money, any resource that comes into your possession is also to be stewarded with that mentality. So in the 21st century, instead of saying, how much money do I have to give or how much money do I have to tithe? Instead, it should be how much money do I have to keep to survive? And then everything mm -hmm. other than that should be given to kingdom purposes and should be utilized for eternal value. So... um. That is not at all how I was, you know, approaching it. I've always, uh, you know, listened to worldly wisdom in the realm of finance where you should try to, you know, save up as much as you can, be a penny pincher, and eventually you'll, um, you know, save and invest enough so that you can um, be free and you can be... Uh, financially free you don't have to work anymore you can be essentially retired and you're just like in a rat race going for that as hard as you can and that's what I was thinking of like even a few months ago like that's how I was approaching it and but the reality of what scripture tells us is that you can be free right now you could be free instantly by not letting money have a hold on you not letting it be an idol and it can be a way to help others it could be a way to serve the church it could be a way to invest in the gospel in um and things that will actually last forever that will actually last eternally because anything that we spend our money on that's earthly is literally worthless because jesus says don't store your treasures on earth where you know rust rusts and moths and happen <laughs> I'm so I'm <laughs> quoting this so badly, but yeah, you know yeah, yeah. where where rust destroys and people breaking and steal like that's so short sighted. But that's what mm. the world tells us to do. So um, yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing. Um, just seeing your money as something that 
at least for me, seeing my money as something that is actually the 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 sole purpose of it is to invest in the kingdom. And that's pretty much it. And I'll keep what I need to survive. Um, and that's great. The Lord will abundantly provide. But also we get so much more joy in giving rather mm. than receiving or providing for ourselves. So wow, that's the that's the bottom line. But uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Super countercultural. Super countercultural. And that's the way we should live. That's the way mm. we if we are looking at our lives and it looks the same as everybody else we're going to work with. And it looks the same as the culture around us. You know, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And so when I felt that like I literally like when I heard that podcast, I was like, I literally got chills all over my body and I started like jumping around. I was like, this is crazy. This yeah. is something you don't you mean I don't have to grind my butt off to make as much money as possible because I already have the freedom that I need. Like that's so cool. That's mm. that's like the best news I've heard in a long time. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you hear a lot about this idea of financial freedom, right? And living yes. in financial freedom, right? So now with this newfound mindset, uh, how do you manage your money so that you're not living paycheck to paycheck, but you know, living in that freedom? Yeah, absolutely. I think honestly, Proverbs has a lot to say about it. Um, Proverbs says, don't be lazy. Don't be a sluggard. Mm -hmm. um, you got to get out of your bed and you got to work hard. And if you work hard and you put if you like say, God, this is what I'm putting my hands to today. He's going to provide for you. He's going to provide everything that you need. And on a practical level, pretty much the step by step process is to first get out of debt. And so if you're, you know, if you're in student debt or credit card debt, or if you have a car payment, not saying any of those things are inherently bad, but those are the things that you should probably pay off first, the things you should try to get rid of. Um, and then after that, take what you need to live on and then give away the rest. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's wow. pretty simple, but um, I think that's going to, that's the way to live the most abundant life on earth, this side of heaven. And God says that like the, like the, um, also like what you invest in is very important. And so the Bible talks constantly about giving to the poor, to the orphan, to the widow. And what Jesus says, Jesus says that what you do for those least of these, you do for him. And so um, he also says that you will get rewards in heaven. So that's literally a way to store up treasures in heaven. So if you're obsessed with, oh, shoot, I need to, you know, be financially free. I need to get all this stuff. I need to buy a house. I need to do all these things. Those are all lies from the world. Like you don't need to do any of that stuff. All it is, is, you know, when you pray our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread. That both means spiritually your daily bread, but also give me some food so I can survive today. Like when yeah. you are actually putting your trust and your faith when you're forced to put your faith in god your faith is going to grow so much more and that's why god says it's so hard for the rich to enter the kingdom of god because they don't have to put their faith in anything they they have everything that they need already and so that's why you know the store the parable of the storehouse is that guy is such a fool because he doesn't need to put his faith in anything he doesn't need to rely on god for any reason and so part of the reason that you should give 
is not only to benefit others and to benefit the kingdom and reap eternal rewards, but also helps you have a better relationship with God, which is ultimately the most important thing that we can ever work on. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's it, it's important to hear and it's important to remember as well, because it, you can really get caught up in the algorithm of, you know, living rich luxury you know and, and i know for me especially like freshman year post post-grad life you know that would be last year like i definitely got caught in the algorithm of luxury the luxury lifestyle and watching the youtubers about here are three ways right now uh that how you can make money fast and i talked to a hundred millionaires and here's what i learned and you know like all that stuff and yeah, it, it, it can really, you can get super absorbed into it. You can turn it into an idol, um, the idea of a rich lifestyle and just money in general. And so, um, so I'm glad that you shared that. Thank you. Me too, man. Me too. Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, I was obsessed with saving and investing and just watching all those YouTube videos and, you know, figuring out, like I was telling myself, this is the best way to steward God's money because, I need to just make as much of it as possible. But really, I was lying to myself and saying, this is what I want because it's going to make me comfortable. It's going to make me comfortable. And I was putting my faith in finances, my faith in living comfortably rather than God and working for that as the end when that's that's nothing like honestly, God is the creator of the universe. He's made freaking like i don't know how many billions of galaxies like i can't even think about that and yeah. so any amount of money to him is like nothing it's like literally nothing so join an arm dropping <laughs> wisdom out here but here's the thing though all that stuff it doesn't matter <laughs> like it does matter in this life but yeah. you have to like you can't be super stingy with your yeah. money be like, oh i have to invest mm -hmm. i have to put it mm -hmm. in this thing yeah. because what if the lord's calling you to do something else and that's mm -hmm. going to be way more valuable mm -hmm. to your life eternally that you follow what the lord says mm -hmm. than if you have you know two million dollars at retirement so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's it all, all has to be right? taken with a grain of salt what are some things uh, coming up for you that uh, you'd love to share? Like, how can people get involved? If there's any editors out there that are even interested, right? For real. What can they do? Yeah, if you're an editor, please hit me up. I'm, I just love helping people in any way that I can, mm -hmm. especially if you're uh, an editor in the video space. Hit me up. I'm always happy to share some advice and, and help you out. Um, or maybe I can learn something from you because I don't know everything. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just great to connect. And um, if you're interested in learning like more about editing and really turning it into a career, especially as a freelancer, um, the course, the editing formula, it's a great, it's a great resource to, to help with that. Um, and yeah, you can connect with me on socials. If you're interested in music videos or just editing in general, you can check out my channel or the editing podcast and yeah, I'm just, sweet. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Sweet. And we'll have those links down below in the description as well. I'm pointing down as if this will be on video. You can only hear my voice check out the description and click on the links um and yeah thank you so much jordan this has been a great conversation love your heart yeah, i hope it helps at least somebody out there i know it'll help past jordan so that's good <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks again for listening to this episode. If you are interested in cinematic production or editing, check out the link in the description to see what APU has to offer. And check out also Jordan Orm's masterclass called The Editing Formula. That link will also be in the description below. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode.